I'm trying to mess around with the sound of my microphone. Okay. Trying to find a better sound. Um, and um, yeah, I didn't achieve much. So. Well, you sound fam to me. My gosh, what was that? <laughs> no. Why do I do this? <laughs> when you sound pain, what was that like? I know. <laughs> what were you trying to say, though? You're sounding you sound fine to me. Fine to me. You ah. sound fine to me. Well, you sound hang, hang, hum, hang. <laughs> We're off to a great start, folks. <laughs> wow. You started. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, guess what? What? I've lost four pounds. That's awesome. I think I might have gained it all back last night, though. Yeah? Did you maybe lose it again today? Mm, not sure I lost it all back. But I had a great day today, like, as far as uh, my calorie deficit goes. But last night, I binged, like, a... Well, those are going to happen, but you feel good today. I'm a little disappointed we didn't get any emails this week. I know, right? Are you listening to us, folks? Is there anybody out there that's listening? I'm looking at our stats, and it looks like you guys are listening. There's people listening. But I'm curious. I want to hear from you. I guess we're not offering you like, hey, email us and you'll win 100 bucks or you'll win tickets to go see <laughs> Barney live. <laughs> Barney? Where did that come from? <laughs> I have no, no fucking clue. <laughs> of all things, you could have said Barney. He's like the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, so right. funny. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, not much. How are you feeling? What do you mean? How am I feeling? What do you mean? What do I mean? Like, can did you already forget that you were recovering from like pneumonia, COVID, Lyme disease? Like, <laughs> that was just last week. Did yeah. it affect your memory? It well, I'm sure it did. Um, okay, all right, but uh, the Lyme, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the lime has <laughs> I think the lime turned to yellow. We're not sure if it's better or worse. We're gonna wait and see. That's what the doc says. Is it maybe jaundice? Could be. <laughs> you know my grandmother. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. 
my grandmother died of pancreatic cancer a long time ago. God bless her heart. She's my angel in the sky. She'd be laughing right now at me. <laughs> did I say angel in the sky? <laughs> you did. <laughs> God bless her heart. She's my... <laughs> She's my angel up in heaven. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. try that again i don't even know where i was in my story so i have no idea so you talk about your God bless her heart died of pancreatic <laughs> cancer you can't laugh she had jaundice when at the end so maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> it runs in the family <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well, my grandmother, I'm sure she's laughing right now. <laughs> she, she knows I'm joking around and and having fun. And if she's not, she'll let me know. <laughs> so yeah, you're so the Lyme disease you think is, is is either gone or turning into jaundice. Can how about like the pneumonia and, and uh, COVID? I didn't say it's turning to jaundice. I said it's turned yellow. <laughs> and we don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, okay. if, all right, if, I said jaundice. If it turns red, you know, it might go back green. It's it's like COVID, you know. Just, <laughs> you just never know where it's gonna go. So right now, we're in yellow, and uh, we'll see what's up. But that's for my lime. So, but where exactly is is the yellow now? Like like you said, it turned yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, lime, lime is like green. So I was, I was a mild case, but it just kicked up to, to yellow, which they're not sure if it's better or worse because they think maybe it's jaundice. Well, is jaundice better than <laughs> my, you know, a, a heavier case of Lyme disease? They're not sure. But did you like physically see this color change somewhere? Oh yeah. I changed overnight. Yeah, but where? My body. Like, <laughs> my body was lime color. And now it's yellow, so. <laughs> All right. I think we're good with the Lyme disease update. <clears throat> so how's uh how's the other the other two? Uh my pneumonia is uh not better yet. No. Not yet. It's gonna be a while still probably. And how's the, the COVID that you don't have? Uh, so far, so good. No symptoms. <laughs> no symptoms. <laughs> no kidding. No, it's weird. <laughs> so for the poor souls that have not listened to our last episode, which was episode 10, Marty had decided that he was going to self-diagnose himself with different kinds of diseases. So what a mess. He had, yeah, what a mess. And I did not get any warning at all that this was going to happen. So I was so confused. Um, but yeah, he ended up with pneumonia, COVID, and somehow Lyme disease. So <laughs> so yeah, I just wanted a recap and uh, just to make sure you're okay. We had a couple of listeners that actually checked in on you, um, you know. Mm. 
one of them was my friend. So she asked how you were. And then when you did a live on Facebook the other day, one of the people that were on your live asked how, how you were doing. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's good. So uh, we're good to go for now. Um, unfortunately in our region, we uh, just went back to orange phase uh, meaning that the cases have gone up, the COVID cases have gone up. And uh, so we're down to like the one family bubble. Which is supposed to be your household. but Yeah. Yeah. Why is people not respecting that? Well, people think that it's like your household plus an extra house. Mm. Like they think it's like a one, one family bubble. Oh, really? Who thinks right. that? I don't know. I just saw people on Facebook like commenting that they had gone to visit the nah, whatever. So, gotcha. Yeah, it's well. all a little confusing. I must admit, for oh everybody. yeah, it is. It's not confusing for me because I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't go out much anyway these days. So, yeah, with the whole COVID, and I mean, I don't have any reasons to be going out. Other than when I go to groceries or go take walks or stuff like that, but I'm not going to go out for no reason. Yeah, there's no, there's no point, and we need to do what we got to do to lower the cases so that we can get back to normal at some point. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Normal is uh, is uh, a little ways, oh, a little ways away. I think it probably, you know, I think it really has to do with a lot of. A lot has to do with the vaccines. So yeah, I think fall is probably when we're going to start feeling the new normal. Fall, winter, spring of twenty twenty one. We shall see. Mm -hmm. But until then, um, you know, I think I just hope that people can kind of, kind of just respect, you know, respect the whole deal and try to. But whatever, I don't, honestly, swear to God, I'm home, I'm trying to be careful, and that's all I can do. So, exactly. whatever, whatever, I can't control anybody else. I don't pay attention to all, any of the propaganda or the comments or the people throwing stuff about COVID out on social media and stuff. I don't, I really don't get wrapped up into that. Mm -hmm. I think it's uh, pointless. People are getting fired up for nothing. People, and that's where divisiveness comes. I'm like, you know, seriously, seriously. Yes, it can be frustrating. Some certain things can be frustrating, but uh, you know, just try to try to see the the positive of of your day and try to turn people's attitude in a positive way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like I know in Canada, like we're called like the green, yellow, orange, and red phases, but like I don't think that it's like that for everywhere, right? I don't know. No idea. Yeah, I just thought about that because I know like we talk about like the, the colored phases sometimes, but then I'm like, maybe like the people that listen outside of Canada don't know like what we're talking about, <laughs> like from phases. Hmm. Do we have listeners outside of Canada? Yeah, we do. Hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Like where? Well, we have some in the States and we had um, wow. a couple outside there, like when we checked on Anchor. That's awesome. 
I, don't forget uh, we share, <clears throat> don't forget we share um, overthinking and anxious on Instagram and we have it on TikTok, right? So mm, true. I've been in touch chatting with uh, Julien Dion, which is uh, another fellow podcaster. His, his show is called the Julien Dion podcast mm-hmm. or the Julien Dion show. Not sure. Actually, hang on. Let me double check that. Yep. Let me double check that here. Mm-hmm. Where is he from? The Julien Dion show. I think he's from around where we're from, around here. Okay. Um, he's a stand-up comedian, you know, and he talks a little bit about everything. And he plays a couple songs during his podcast. And he does it at 7 a.m. in the morning. Oh, wow. Anyways, I've been kind of chatting just uh, short, briefly, chatting uh, back and forth with him. I think maybe he lives in Ontario right now. I don't know where he lives, but he's got a pretty cool podcast. And so I reached out to him about his podcast and I kind of started tuning into his podcast and, and just kind of wanted to get a feel. Cause I think he's from my hometown and uh, just really just to like get a feel for what he's doing. Cause it really looks sharp. Like his mm-hmm. set, you know, his set looks good, and uh, I wanted to see what the content was. All of a sudden, start listening to the content, and I'm like, holy shit, he's got good stuff, and it's like there's some funny stuff. He's actually playing some good tunes. It's cool for the people, the 7 a.m. people, like that they can tune in to iHeartRadio and all those things and yeah. listen, like on if they're commuting or driving, whatever. I'm sure, I'm sure he has a lot of people that tune in at 7 a.m. because he's live at 7 a.m. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Which is awesome. But anyways, very cool show. Um, And so what I kind of proposed was like, look, man, I'm super like a a virgin in the podcast world. And um, still, you know, still getting my my feet wet. And uh, so is is Paris, of course, at this point. And so we... uh, any opportunity we can have to chat about the possibilities or, you know, tips and tricks or whatever, just share knowledge about the podcasting scene or the podcast world with people that have maybe been doing it a little longer than us or that have a little bit more experience, whatever the case. Right. So he's all for it. He's like, yeah, dude, of course. Yeah. Let's, so I was like, let's set a a zoom meeting and yeah, yeah, cool. So well, that's awesome. It's really cool. He's on Instagram and like the, the video of his shows on there. Uh, he's, I don't know. He's, he's, he's well organized. I like what he's putting out there. So, you know, at, at any point or another, if you can kind of identify a style or something that you like about somebody or the way, just the way that they're organized, uh, you can feed off of that kind of, um, energy or the what they're putting out and you can kind of try to understand and and of course if they're kind enough to want to get together with you and chat about it um then you just seep the knowledge and you exchange and of course at one point or another something i'm gonna say or you're gonna say is maybe gonna resonate with him and next thing you know we all kind of go away with um something no that's awesome though i mean any help that we can get right i think we both want we both want um, the podcast to grow and have a lot of listeners. So, um, any way that we can 
change it up. And I mean, we do have a lot of stuff like that's going on that we're working on. So that's exciting as well. Yeah. I think people will be uh, pretty amazed. Yeah. So yeah, dude, what's up? Tell me, did you see? Did I see what? What happened? Yes, I did see what happened. Yeah. I know you saw what happened because you were like fully fully involved yesterday with the television and the internet and everything. Yeah, I was uh, definitely involved. It's pretty sad. What do you think? Yeah, I think it is pretty sad. Um, It should never, ever get to anything like that. Um, That is not how humanity should be. The fact that, you know, people rioted, that people got hurt um, to support someone who, in my eyes, should not be supported um, in the way how they were almost defended or still loved or appreciated um, by him. There was not enough done to protect who was there. It seems like they were not prepared. And when decisions had to be made, they were not made quick enough. There was too much hesitation. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I know. I agree 100%. It was uh, barbaric and uh, absolutely uh, shameful and uh, not the way uh, that a a country should be uh, led. It was anarchy at its best. It was... uh, not patriotism. I would probably say most of most of the Republicans across the U.S. were not supporting that. Were not happy with that. Oh, absolutely not! Like, how many of the Republican senators kind of like stepped back from their original stand? Yeah. So it's uh, it's too bad. It was too bad. The president leaves uh, a sad legacy behind in a term that was uh, four years. I mean, it's not, it feels like forever. Oh, it feels like he did like three terms in a row at least, but hopefully good changes are coming and it's going to take a while to kind of repair the damage that was done. But... Yeah, because there's a lot of divisiveness and that's what's a little concerning because it's so hard to agree now these days, you know? Yeah. To be be honest, it freaks me out at times. It's like people are so intense. That's what leads to, to, to violence. It's what, this is not debate. This is clear divisiveness. People cannot agree on anything. Even though they have the same values and the same principles, yeah. and they they're they shit the same way in the morning, and they you know what I mean? They mac they fucking eat macaroni. They oh whatever, you know, <laughs> make macaroni the same way. Whatever, I don't care. 
<laughs> Sorry, Man. all I can think about is your $50 shit. <laughs> you have to bring that up on the podcast? What? Well, we can bring edit up a fifty dollars shit on the podcast. Like, I'm trying to create a flow here. You're doing all shit that we're gonna edit out. <laughs> hey, we're having like a Freaky Friday moment <laughs> because I had a moment where I realized that I was taking a fifty dollars shit because I ate so much lobster the night before. I thought, fucking in the morning, I thought, wow, this is a fifty dollars shit. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> Sit down, get comfortable. Turn on a movie, do something. It's a $50 (laughs) shit. (laughs) If I take a $50 shit. Better make it a good one. Better make it a good one. Like, where do we go from here? (laughs) Well, you started. I know, and like we haven't even done our like normal like. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> so weird. Did we start the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of Overthinking and Anxious. I'm Paris. I'm Marty. And yeah, episode 11. (laughs) So, what do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) What was that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we getting into it? Sure. We must have enough content for a show, eh? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> we talked about how you're feeling, like a recap on your on your diseases that you're struggling with. Mm-hmm. We talked very little about the fact that you had a bad day yesterday food-wise, but you're like dialed back in. Mm-hmm. And then we talked a little bit about like you're smoking, but then you're like, no, I don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And then we talked about what happened in the States yesterday. And then we talked about like the fact that we're not getting any emails and we're wondering if we have listeners. And you talked about the other person's podcast, Julien. Right. And that's not a show. Sounds like a show to me. I can't tell if you're kidding. Because no. I'm, like, I'm like... We don't have enough to make a show? No. Oh, okay. Like, what we talked about so far is, like, some of the stuff that we normally talk about at the, before we even start the podcast just to shoot the shit. All right, well, so we have a whole show to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I am. I know I already asked you if you were ready, but then I think you got confused and you confused me. So I just needed to make sure you were actually ready. <laughs> so Paris, on episode 11, what the hell are we talking about? Girl. <laughs> Girl. As I watch mobs of people storm Capitol Hill yesterday on TV right now. 
I should probably turn the TV off. Yeah, so that you're not distracted. And then like five <coughs> minutes into the podcast, say, okay, I think we got a show. <laughs> what is it? Throw Marty under the bus night? <laughs> but all I can say is that was a wild day yesterday. It was. A little ridiculous if you ask me. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It was a little much for sure and did not need to happen. So we're like one week after the holidays and New Year's and all the shenanigans and the pandemic as we expected kind of like had a rise in cases so we're like not in confinement but like we can't see as many people as we normally can so I really feel like there's probably a lot of people out there that are feeling crazy lonely probably like literally we just spent time with like close family or whatever some like of course went all out but you know, we, we were able to see people over the holidays and then, you know, now we're like, we can't at all, like zero, except for your own household. So I think it's important that we talk about like the feeling of loneliness and how to kind of like deal with that. Like, what do you do? Because Oftentimes, when you feel lonely and you don't deal with it, you have a lot of anxiety. Some people go to depression. Yeah, it can be a rocky times for sure, and uh, you can get into uh, a rabbit hole of of uh, just swirling down into a dark, a dark place. Yeah, for sure. I think so. <clears throat> the feeling of the feeling of loneliness is because you're alone basically right so i think one of the important things is to kind of figure out like what is it about being alone that you don't like um and trying to find things that you can do to kind of like distract yourself from that or change or whatever the case is i always refer to meditation and breathing <clears throat> i'm a big fan of uh, breathing and and knowing uh, that I'm breathing and realizing that I'm breathing and feeling that I'm breathing and really attaching a lot of the emotions on the action of breathing because you know that you're bringing new oxygen into your body and that's helping your blood flow. It's helping everything. So it's really becomes sort of a meditational concept when I'm walking. <clears throat> I like that. You know, I like doing that. It, I feel it, it gives me a certain charge in my day. Uh, the way that I start my days are pretty late mornings now because I love, I'm, I'm kind of an owl. So I love working at night and I love to do anything that I'm doing. I love doing it at night, like right now, 11.33 p.m. We're shooting a podcast. You know, my mornings usually start pretty slow. Have a coffee, you know, and then kind of just, and what I appreciate from, and I'm talking about, this is COVID time, orange phase, you ask me a question, I'm still answering your question. So 
You looked at me with a pair of eyes, like as if you thought I was confused, but I'm not. I'm trying to explain to you how my day starts in during this COVID period. Okay. In the last year, basically, because we've been like, yeah, bouncing from whatever phase, but it's still been, been pretty much COVID time. Yeah. And so usually I'll wake up pretty late. So I usually start with a coffee and I have nothing going on in my house. A coffee in me. Because the minute I open my phone, it's like hecticness, you know? Somebody's messaged, somebody's liked, somebody's commented, somebody did something crazy on, and it's on social media, or somebody did something cool, or a tweet explode, or one of my uh, posts uh, uh, is doing good and, and I, big number. There's always something drawing you in once you open it up. Yeah. So in the morning, I have my coffee. And I just keep quiet and I appreciate, I appreciate the quietness, man. Buddies, I'm not no, I'm not no uh, guru here. I'm just, I'm just normal and learning just like everybody else. And really just finding myself again mm -hmm. after a few years of depression and, and really a tough part of my life. And just the last couple of years have been, you know, on the incline and doing better. And especially the last year, uh, which, uh, you know, has really been going uphill. Uh, but I'm still working on it, you know, still trying to find myself. So that's what I connect with with people when I, when I do conferences with, uh, well, before COVID. And it's just the fact that I don't have all the answers. I wish I did. Mm -hmm. But I'm just as anxious as you. I'm just as struggling as you, man, at times, you know. And sometimes this confinement is just as hard and tough on me as it is on you. And I don't have all the answers, you know. And uh, I'm not running around looking for all the answers either because then that can get confusing too. Because you yeah. can get wrapped up into like trying to find all the answers all the time and trying to be – and then that gets intense too there. So – the most, I don't know, there's something about just, there's just something about trying to find that balance out of trying to be consistent every freaking day until that it becomes really a part of your life. And that because all the things that are, you're consistent about are good for your health and good for your mental health. So in turn, it's keeping you active, it's keeping you sharp, it's keeping you dialed in, in these really extremely challenging times for some people, including me, including you, actually, yeah, yeah these really challenging times, period, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree, and I think that this these challenging times have kind of forced us to you know be more alone whether you like it or not and i think that it's important for us to kind of like really reflect on how that makes us feel because i i don't typically feel like alone like i'm okay with being alone like on a regular basis like i'm okay with that i love but being alone i love being alone yeah, like... You know I, that, eh? Yeah, I do. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
I think a lot of people don't like being alone because either they just love being around people, which is fine, but a lot of the time it's because they don't like who they are. So why would you want to be alone with someone that you don't enjoy, that you don't love, right? So I think it's a matter of taking the opportunity to reflect on where you are in life and why you may not be happy with who you are and make the changes that are necessary to, to make you happy. And I think we have to be creative during this time on how we spend our time. So technology has been like a huge thing during this pandemic. So just find other ways to talk to people if you need to, or if you want to, if you like visit friends on a regular basis or talk to your family on a regular basis, whatever the case is, still do that. Yeah. You'll have to do it through social media on your phone or whatever the case is, but don't stop doing what you love. Just find an alternative to it. And it's going to be a temporary alternative but you got to find something because when you cut something out of your life that you love, it's, it's hard to adjust. It makes the times that are already hard, even harder when they don't really have to be. That's really great advice, buddies. And, uh, try to create a little vibe with the family. Just do it by, uh, like a zoom sesh on Sunday afternoon. You know, everybody make yourself, uh, uh, some uh, some food or whatever sit at the table and we'll all chat you know each at our table or we'll do it after supper or before supper or whatever yeah we just got to be creative and and this is the time to to kind of figure out new things that you love that you didn't even know like just discover new hobbies or I don't know something absolutely I really like uh, the ideas too of like uh, a lot of people have gone online, you know, whether it be uh, speakers or uh, counselors, uh, even like big companies are really doing some, some cool stuff online now for their staff. You know, many companies have had their Christmas parties online this year uh, mm -hmm. or last year. And, it, you know, a lot of them really enjoyed it. Like my, I was talking to one of my assistant coaches and they had it online. He said it was a really good time. And, yeah, we, we had it online as well. Um, so all of our employees are virtual, um, including the, the managers. So it's been a lot, it's been different and, and difficult. Don't get me wrong, but I think that we've done a good job at like adapting to the virtual world. Um, and for our Christmas parties, we still had them, but we had them virtually. Mm -hmm. Um, for, all the managers, they actually had a chef um, who gave us like a grocery list that we needed to buy prior to our staff party. Um, yeah. And he actually taught us how to do a three course Mexican meal. I mean, how crazy That's is that? Funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it was amazing. So like we were all on Zoom and then the chef actually had three Zoom cameras. So there was one camera on the stove area. There was one on him and one on his cutting board area. So we could literally see everything he was doing. That's really cool. So that is uh, adapting to the times. And uh, I've been thinking the last few few weeks about the, all that and really accepting what what's going on and really saying like, okay, well, you can't sit idle. We have to be prepared that 
this is going to be for a long time and there's going to be a lot of back and forths between the yellow phase and the orange phase or or maybe a full confinement again like we have to be prepared for that and one of the biggest reasons why we have to be prepared is we want to make sure that our mental health is okay and that we continue to be healthy throughout this pandemic and not let ourselves go in, into depression, or if you're already in a depression, go into a deeper depression. Because I mean, you and I have both had de depressions, um, and they're not fun, they're horrible, they're like the darkest part of my life, um, and I would never wanna go back, ever. So you have to be careful. It, uh, it's, uh, it's trying times. I guess is what we can say the last year very challenging for everyone to adapt but I think uh, in most cases everybody's adapting it has brought on maybe some either some bad habits in some cases or some tough times mentally isolation yeah, yeah for sure it's it's so easy sometimes to go back to old habits that gave you some sort of comfort. Um, and even though you kind of dealt with that and you overcame the negative comforts, when we're in situations like this and it affects your mental health and, you know, puts you closer to a depression or a burnout or anxiety or whatever the case is, it's so easy to go back to those things. Cause at, at the end of the day, they were comforts to you. Mm -hmm. And the answer to that is to, on a consistent basis, try to do certain little things that become a habit, good habits, you know, even if you still have maybe some bad habits, well, at least if you can throw some good ones in there, you feel good. And it's, it's an upper, you know, it's, it's good on morale. It's good on, it gives you a boost of energy. Um, so at least you're, you're doing some things right and consistently on a daily basis. That was my challenge when I used to try to get into some cycles of, you know, uh, doing better. But this time in the last year, it's really about always coming back to, even if you have a bad day or a couple of bad days, it can, shit can happen. Yeah, I, And we all get it. But at the end of the day, I really feel like my routine and my good habits after a day or two, I, I miss them. And I, I kind of, I feel like, oh my God, I just don't feel normal. So mm -hmm. I'm really like in a, in a good habit. And I think it takes some time. It takes time to actually create that habit where it feels second nature. Yeah, and sometimes it's going to be trial and error, right? Because you're going to attempt a routine and either after a couple of days or after a couple of weeks, couple of months, it just doesn't work for you, but it's okay. You just got to adjust and eventually you'll find the routine that works for you. And sometimes even if a routine works for you for a very long period of time, whether it's months or years, it it does happen that that long-term routine does not work for you because our lives have changed. And for me, like as I'm losing the weight in my journey, I've had to make different adjustments because that has affected my mental health. I've had to change my routine, but everything that 
is happening, whether you're going through a job change or through this pandemic, or you're not seeing your family as much, those are all changes that can impact how your successful routine might not be working anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh, I want to say one more thing about like all of that. So we need to do better and be better at recognizing our environment. So we need to make sure that if we see someone who is struggling, but sometimes struggles are not easily recognizable, but if you see a change in someone, please check in on them. Ask them how they are. We need to be better at helping each other out. A lot of people who have never gone through depression or hard time or whatever are not wants to ask for help might not say anything if you don't ask them how they are. Yeah, it's definitely important. But anyways, if you are struggling, guys, um, with 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 all my energy, I'm sending you, you know, good vibes, and and I'm really glad that you fell upon this podcast so at least you can be with somebody and uh hang out with us a little for a little bit on a weekly basis um or just uh power through all our episodes in one night there Mm -hmm. depending if you just discovered us but we've Mm -hmm. all been there binge listening or binge watching but um you know straight up straight up like even if uh, if you feel like talking a little bit, send us an email or something. And uh, look, we're all going through this uh, in our own ways. And uh, it some people, perfectly normal people, have uh, have had some some struggles in the last year or so. Yeah, and I think it's super important that we talk about it. I think a lot of us have felt or are still feeling ashamed to talk about like what's going on with us. Because it almost makes you feel or seem like you're weak. But it's not the case. You are strong because you're able to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And you might have different comfort levels on how you talk about it or who you talk about it to. But you got to find someone or something, right? Um, Now, if you have someone that you can talk to on an individual basis, do that. If you need some of the resources that we have out there, like please research and and find out who you can contact. And I think sharing your story is important. You might not want to share it with the world and that's okay. But like Marty said, send us an email and we don't have to share the email on our episodes. You can let us know in the email that you just want to share your story with us will reply to you and just mention that you don't want us to share it. And if you do want us to share your story, because sometimes it's easier for someone else to voice it for you. I mean, we can totally do that. Whatever you guys need, we're here for you guys. Yeah. And we're not professionals. We're not. And Putty as well. She's like a fucking whatever there, but she's like a unicorn, but whatever. (laughs) We're not going to talk about her. Oh my God, I am not a unicorn. (laughs) Not at all. I am definitely, I don't know that I would consider myself as normal though, because I I don't like the word normal. Um, I I am definitely weird, um, a little crazy sometimes, and, but I like that. 
Um, <laughs> to me, normal is boring. So I like to be weird. And you guys, you know, hear it on the podcast, how weird I can be sometimes. Well, so far, <laughs> so far, I haven't seen crazy in a crazy way. Like I see Oh, crazy. well, no, I just I see crazy in a, in a fun, funny way. But yeah, that's, that's what I mean. If, if, <laughs> if ever I get the other kind of crazy, can you just like, let me know, and then we can work on that. We can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll cancel the show. Peace. <laughs> or just go on like hiatus for a little bit until I get all fixed up and then we come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely I'm I'm at normal and I'm doing air quotes here. Um, not a professional either. Just, you know, we're people that have gone through a lot in life and don't mind sharing our stories, giving our opinions on, on things and just listening to what you guys have to say. And, and we legit for real care. Yeah. Um, we're empaths, you know, and we care. We just care. Uh, and it doesn't mean that we can help or heal or fix or, you know, come to, you know, we can't. Sometimes we, we might be able to, but, you know, at least we're here and we're, we're honest people and we, uh, we care. So, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. You know what I feel like having right now? I just got a craving for. Is it lobster? <laughs> no. Is it bar clams? No. Um, pepperoni stick. No. Mm. A smoothie, like a, a homemade smoothie. smoothie. Yeah. That's a weird craving. Yeah. Well, it's just something cold right now would be good and like kind of icy. Well, you want to pause five minutes to go make a smoothie? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fucking right. Also, guys, I want to mention, if you are not comfortable at where you are at right now in your life to talk to someone, um, I think it's still important to voice out what's going on. What? Kustuari <laughs> Pua. Oh, you're not talking to me? No, I was just adding something to the podcast while I was waiting. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. So anyways, super important that you guys voice it out somehow. So whether it's just saying it out loud or maybe writing it in a letter and you don't have to give that letter to anyone, but just writing it down. I think letting it out, whatever is bothering you is super important. And eventually you guys will get to a point where you're able and comfortable talking to someone about it. Hi. Hi. So while you were gone, what I was telling the listeners is that if they don't feel comfortable talking to someone about what's going on, it needs to come out. So whether you just say it out loud to no one or you write it down in a letter that you don't have to give to anyone, whatever it is, you got to get it out. Mm, good point. <clears throat> Totally. I got berries in my tea, in my teeth. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna ask you how the seeds are. <laughs> you know what we should do one one episode? 
not today because I'm not prepared, but we should do like likes and dislikes. Like have a list of things and then we both list off our likes and dislikes about the word that we just said. Can you give me an example? Um, like food could be one. So you would list off like your favorite food and what you hate. It could be exercise. So why can't we do that now? Because those, those are the only two examples I have. <laughs> and I'm fully aware, fully aware that the, <laughs> the last laugh that I just did is going on the episode. Fully aware. <laughs> right. <laughs> I thought you were going to die, personally. I thought you were choking. And it's like orange face, so I can't, you know. <laughs> you can't what? Well, I'm not with, like, I'm, I can't go save you because. So what could you <laughs> alternatively <laughs> do? <laughs> oh. Call 911, you know what I'm saying? Okay, I just want to make sure that you knew what to do because you didn't seem too sure. <laughs> <laughs> You were like kind of like acting like, well, there's nothing I can do, so I guess that's it. Well, there's no <laughs> options. Everybody's on shutdown. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, everyone's on shutdown, but if I could save someone's life, I would uh figure it out. Oh man. What a night for to make a podcast. I know. Well, it's like that every time though. Yeah, but there's different uh, variations. Hey, with this podcast, you never know. There's like uh, the numbers doubled from episode 10, from episode 9, 10 to 11. Like it's doubled. It's doubled. Yeah, did, the, did your agent call back or did our agent call back? Um. He called, but I was uh, on the other line. Oh, okay. I was busy. Okay. You were busy with the forty to 50,000 followers that we have? No, I was uh, busy uh, in another way. Okay. Yeah. That won't be on the podcast. I know. Sometimes I try, and I'll say something, and very low percentage. I'm going to, I don't have the same skills as you when it comes to saying percentages, but like maybe like 3.41% of the time, um, those things that you're like, oh, it's not going to be on the podcast goes on the podcast. So, you know, mm -hmm. okay. I know this is also not going on the podcast. 3.41 is <laughs> a pretty good success rate, really. I mean, hey. You know, it means I'm pretty, I'm pretty liberal. I change my mind, uh, you know, and I want to please the people I work with 3% of the time. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to work on that number, but <laughs> <laughs> all good. All good. I'm always up for a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're right anyways, or but <laughs> Okay. I think you're making up stories again. 
making up stories. I mm-hmm. never make up stories. <clears throat> what are you sniffing? I it's my lip still. I'm not sniffing it. I'm like like trying to like <laughs> put it on my top lip there and just anyways, not on the podcast. <laughs> So when I went for my walk tonight, I uh, listened to a Joe Rogan episode with Phil Demers. Okay. And Phil Demers is like a whistleblower for, was a whistleblower for the, um, what was it? Uh, Marine Land. Okay. In Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a. It was a theme park. It's it is still a theme park, I think. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um so basically everyone loves Marine Land. Right? We've all heard that here in Canada. Right? Right. Right. You've heard that before? Yes, I've been there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he is an ex-employee that has become an activist and that had uh, some law, some laws passed in Canada uh, to protect whales and, and walruses and whatnot. So anyways, obviously I only went walking for about an hour. So I only listened to about an hour of the podcast so far. So really is I haven't listened to the in-depth, of the show yet because if y'all know joe rogan it's usually a two and a half three three and a half hour podcast so up to now we really kind of scraped the surface in the first hour ish but it's really interesting and i want to see the documentary called the walrus and the whistleblower Hmm, that's a cool title him and a walrus called Smooshy. Hmm. Um, walruses are types of animals that now I'm probably going to fuck this whole explanation up because, because I'm really not that intelligent, actually. But I'm really going based on memory here of what I was listening to in the podcast earlier. Dolphins and whales are very intelligent beings. That's been proven, right? Scientifically. Yeah. And so... Um, there's something specific about the walrus that when they meet their mom, they imitate and they, they identify a whole bunch of stuff about their mom that they're never going to forget. What I'm trying to say is basically this guy, Phil Demers, became a, um, like an animal feeder at Marineland. And then worked up the ranks to, you know, developing a relationship with this walrus. And this walrus basically took to him like he was his mother. And once the walrus makes that connection, mm-hmm. it's not reversible. Okay. So basically the walrus thought that this guy, Phil, was its mother. Hmm. So it followed Phil around everywhere around the park and he has since been he quit because the conditions at marine land were really horrible and he was seeing a lot of things that he didn't like so he started he quit and he started documenting everything 
before quitting, he started documenting everything, but then after and this and that, whatever, but, and he's since made like documentaries, short, short film, whatever, whatever. But this here last documentary, I guess it's like the tiger King of walrus kind of Marine land kind of, you know, mammal habitats and all this in Canada. And he's, he's gone so far as getting, getting a bill passed to protect large mammals in Canada. Okay. Now, I don't know if you're there yet in the podcast, but like, did he mention like what happened to the walrus? Because like, if he was attached to him and then he quit, like. It's, it's, he quit under the conditions that he was going to be allowed to come see the walrus whenever he wanted to and come in through the employee. Right. Because he had this relationship with the walrus, but. But they, the park didn't maintain their side of the agreement and they didn't let him. Uh, eventually, they barred him out of coming. Wow. And so he's been fighting for, I believe now, eight years. Lawsuits. He's been sued. They, he sued them. It's back and forth. It's a really messed up, twirled up story of passion. And this guy is really, all he, all he really wants is is to... Number one, he wants to see his walrus again, which is now 18 years old. Wow. And uh, he also, uh, he wants to um, come to an agreement that Marineland should become a, uh, more of a conservation uh, habitat because they wouldn't survive in the wild, right? Yeah. Do you think you're going to finish that podcast tomorrow? Why? Just wondering. Oh, that one. Yes. I thought you were talking about this one. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm probably going to finish it tomorrow, yeah? Yeah. Cool. But I've been trying to find the film. I want to watch the documentary film and I can't find it. I'm, I, I was looking all over. Did he say it was out though yet? Yeah, he says where it's out and this and that, but oh. it's like, but it's different in the States than in Canada. And it's like, what, where is it? I can't find it. Anyway. Okay. Well, if I find it, I will let you know. Yeah, please. But um, he's, he's really interesting anyways. And in this whole, the whole uh, subject was kind of uh, heart wrenching and hard, you know, hard to understand how, Animals are mistreated, you know. Yeah. And every once in a while, like I say, it takes a it takes a whistleblower to to spill the beans. Mm-hmm. I love how Joe Rogan is so all over the place with the subjects or the guests that he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Big time. Makes it interesting for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we're in orange, so I haven't, you know, all all of our games have been canceled. Still have practices, though, eh? Yeah, still have a few ice times for practices. So uh, we'll have to make up all our games. It's going to be, uh, it's not going to be easy to balance the whole season out and figure out what's going on with that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, for now, it's... Uh, Ice times practice only and 
make the best of that. Yeah. Hey, tell me, what does it take to be a good team leader, like a good leader? I think that it takes a lot of things. I can't, you know, like when the, someone asks you what are the top three qualities of a leader, there's, there's definitely more than three, and there's more than the top three. Um, one of the biggest things that I do as a leader is I care for my people. I think you hear often in companies that people feel like numbers. They don't feel necessarily appreciated. I understand that my agents or whoever, the people that work, that I'm the team leader for, they're the reasons I have a job. I need to make sure that they are cared for and they have my support and that I'm there for them. That's one of the most important parts is just to care about the people, know them, and just make sure that they're valued. Hmm. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you need to be dedicated. You need to be knowledgeable. You need to be confident. All those things. Yes, for sure. But caring for the people um, is probably one of the most important things. Nice. What are the challenges that come with being a leader? There's always situations that you have to deal with that are uncomfortable. So there's often confrontational conversations that you need to have, I suppose. Um, obviously, we're hired to do a job. So when an employee doesn't do the job correctly and, and you know, from shows in bad behaviors, those conversations can be more difficult. Um, and because I'm a leader that cares for, for my people, I, I get emotional sometimes because they're going through things in life. Um, and I, I get invested because I care and that's my job to make sure that, you know, their welfare is important. Their mental health is important. Um, so always asking them like how they are. I get a lot of stories. I hear a lot of stories and being an empath. I, I feel that extra and, you know, wishing that you could save the world and make everyone's day brighter. But that's probably one of the, some of the most difficult things to deal with. Hmm. Interesting. I'm a very like, and I mean, I'm going to describe myself this way. I mean, ask the people that <laughs> work for me might be different story, but <laughs> I'm like, I'm, a leader that loves to have fun, loves to laugh, and I, I love being happy. Um, so you'll always find me being sarcastic, making jokes, or just being funny, just because I, I like laughing myself and I like making people laugh. And I think it's important at a workplace as well, as long, of course, as you remain professional and you know when it's time to be serious. Mm -hmm. um, but that's like one one of the biggest things that that I find is super important. Nice. But I'm also blunt and honest. Well, I'm super excited that hockey's coming back. It's coming back in like eight days. So I'm super excited for that. It's going to be intense. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. Do you think your Habs are going to do well this year? Oh, yeah. How do you feel about the separation, though, from – like the different uh, 
Is it zones, I guess? Oh, I think it's cool. Why is that? It's just something different. Why not? Do you feel that it's going to give like an advantage to certain teams, though? Maybe. By not playing some? Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? It might be, but it's going to be different just all around, so. Yeah. No, I'm the- excited as well. So, I'm actually in a hockey draft. And oh, I you were saying that. Yeah, in a hockey draft with some of the people that I used to work with. Um, there's 12 of us in the draft. And we're actually um, picking our players on Sunday, I think. Saturday or Sunday. So we'll see there. But hmm. yeah, so we got to do that and then uh, let the season begin and. Uh, Hopefully, I'll rack up a lot of points, make the right decisions, and uh, hopefully, you'll help me out there. Not during the draft because that's too busy and and we're in orange phase, anyways. But right, um, like during the season, like I have to make pre-game decisions, so sometimes it's a little stressful because I'm like, I'm I, I can't remember. I have a site that I go on. I can't remember the name there because it's in my favorites, but. Um, it just basically like tells me what the lines are going to be um, like every night mm-hmm. they updated. So I can see like who's in the first, second, third or whatever. Um, so it kind of helps me which players I, I'm going to keep and which ones I'm going to bench. So, okay. And then you have to pay attention on if your players are injured and how long they're injured for, like, cause you can only have certain, a certain amount of players like in the injured reserve mm-hmm. and you can only have a certain amount of uh, players on the bench too. So it's all a process, but it's fun. So I'm excited. I tend to watch more hockey when I'm in a draft. I, the first night that I had to do the draft, I was so stressed out cause I had no idea what I was doing and it's on an app on your phone and like, huh? That's why it's too bad that you can't see like the draft that I'm doing on Sunday to give you an idea for next year, and then you can join. Mm. You're doing it when? Uh, Sunday, I think. Really? Yeah. Takes about like last year it took an hour and a half, I think. Huh. Yeah. But what you'll be able to help me with is like those pre-game decisions and stuff like that. So, Cause I have to change my lines every game and then I get to trade too. So I can trade players um, to like some of the, the people that I'm against. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can also trade players, like get rid of them and take a player that's still <clears throat> available. <clears throat> yeah. It's really interesting. And I don't know. I feel like you would be really good at this. So I don't know that I want, would want you to play this year against the me anyways. <laughs> give me another year and give me the opportunity to learn from you from like a player selection perspective. And then we'll play against each other next year. <laughs> <laughs> Always so afraid of losing. No, to me, to me, to me. I'm sorry. What have we played that I've lost? 
nothing. That's the things. Ex- that's, okay, except for the, the 200 game there, but. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, undefeated. I mean, not that you've had the opportunity to beat me yet, but. Hey. Hey. I just want to take a second. I know I do it often, but I want to thank people who listen. It's very cool. It's very cool if you listen. We do this. We have fun. We enjoy it. We do it for uh, the pleasure of sharing and and telling some stories and laughing and then sometimes getting serious. And But, yeah, if you listen, thank you so much. It's really That's cool. Really, really appreciated. Yeah. And you can check us out on social media. We're everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. I mean, name it. We're on it. Name it. We're on it. (laughs) Overthinking and anxious. And uh, we want to hear from you. Send us an email, overthinkinganxious at gmail.com. And uh, make sure to... uh, Take some time for yourself. Take some time for some breathing and just some inner focus once in a while, inner check-in, and then uh, share a little bit of uh, the good vibes with, uh, with the people you love or people you care or a stranger. A simple smile, a gesture, anything will help somebody. I swear. It's what it's all about. It is. So that's that. Take care, guys, and we'll see you next time. Uh, next week, we'll be back with another episode of Marty Marty B. Superb Podcasting. <laughs> oh, no, this is overthinking and anxious. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what would you do without me? Um, not much. Exactly. Oh, all, right. <laughs> all right. You think you're all okay. All right. No, no. It's okay. So it's throw Marty under the bus night. <laughs> no, we just both need each other. So it's good. It's all good. Anyway. I, thought I, I thought I was getting away. I thought I was getting away with one show that I didn't have to deal with you throwing me under the bus. But, well. You need to stop giving me Chaos. Chaos. Just You're like, the one just, just like the Capitol Hill. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, no, but uh, for real, mm-hmm. for real, guys, peace, peace and love. In the words of uh, John Mayer, I mean John Lennon. Until next time. Much love. Bye. That's a little weird. You're a little weird. Bye. Oh my gosh, that's better.